Hey everybody! Happy Wednesday morning! Welcome back to our morning live show. I'm just checking because this is this is the first day we're doing it on our new channel on YouTube. So if you're listening so on Spotify or something, like doesn't matter. You will not. This will not affect you. Um, okay, cool. So it looks like it is live right now on our YouTube channel. Excellent. I've been I've been linking everyone the YouTube channel and we've got people in the chat. All right, we're good. We're good. Everything's good. Thank good. you. I'll love the new logo, right? Uh shout out to Sako for the the art in our new logo. Dude, Sako is the greatest. Yeah, Joseph is here. Good morning, Joseph. Good morning, Sako. Um Jay says it's a great day to be a budding guru. Yes it is. Let's win the day. Um, Chantel is here, Kitty is here, Aw Panda, Cher, Karen, Harley, Sarah, Ami, Ileana. Dude, there's so many of you guys here. I'm so glad everyone is here this morning. I'm yes. so happy to have all of you here. Yes, I was. we were a little worried that like moving channels was going to be a huge jump and that like no one wouldn't know where to find us, even though like, you know, I tried to put the link out everywhere, but... Uh, it can be kind of hard. So I'm glad I'm glad to have a channel devoted solely to this show just because my main channel was having too much stuff on it, like just too much. But I will be making on the new channel that you are watching on right now, I'm going to be making some playlists um, to put all the ep old episodes. I didn't want to spend time uploading every single old episode from my main channel to this channel because that's a lot of re-uploading. So I was instead my plan was to just make playlists where it would be easy to find each one. I hope that works for everyone. Yes, Abby, what this taught me is how popular you are. I mean, you put out the call and all these people came flooding to you. They love you. You're 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 as you're one of the few loved truly loved people on the internet. And I'm sure that will change when you hit 100k. And I'm oh, I'm sure I'll get canceled for something. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to it cuz it means you made it. Oh yeah. Well, I think you are a truly loved person on the internet as well. So <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm happy to be back for uh, the, my friends in South Africa who seem to enjoy my personality. Oh my God, my hair is wild this morning. I just got out of the shower and I put my, I put my hair smoothie in this morning. I didn't put it in the other day and my hair was, uh, it was a lot. Ooh, smoothie. Mm-hmm. Man, so I uh, behind the name. We a Aaron was watching. It, Aaron was watching um, Freaky Friday yesterday, and man, oh, Chad dude. Michael Murray looks wild in that movie. And he was singing Britney Spears to try and win <laughs> over uh, what's her face, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Dude, for the most part, Freaky Friday still holds up. Like it's a good movie. Other than it there's is. like, um, there's a few jokes that are kind of. When you look back, it's like that, that joke was kind of racist. So the, that part, I, I won't defend the movie as a whole. However, it the most of the movie is still like, dude, Lindsay Lohan in that band with, uh, with yeah, the they slits. played in the garage. That was so cool, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. And, and they, they look so cool. I mean, honestly, I'm not going to lie. Uh, maybe it's even just a downright kink for me. I love a, a, a girl in a dress and a punk band. Yeah. Me too. I, I think that's hot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I loved. Uh, oh, I was gonna say. Um, 
Dude, the obsession with Chad Michael Murray in the mid 2000s was wild. I support it because I'm from Buffalo and he's from <laughs> Buffalo and you have to support your own, but that's about it. Other than that, I think he might be really weird and he could be an asshole. I don't I know. Don't, <laughs> I don't know anything about him, but I just never got the obsession with him. Like I remember being a kid during, or like a, a young teenager during the time that Chad Michael Murray was popular and like every girl was obsessed with him. And I was like, why? He's so basic looking. Dude. Like, he just looks like an average white guy. Why Why is everyone like him so much? He has this reputation for everyone being obsessed with him. And then all the people I speak to one-on-one, they're like, they're, they weren't in love with him. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it was a thing that was like Hollywood tried to push so hard that he was the leading man. And so we just kind of accepted it. Because but he looks movie, like he should be. I the mean, movie wouldn't make sense otherwise. But no, he doesn't. <laughs> No, I mean, like, come on, you, like, I'm not saying that you have to say he looks hot, but I'm just saying you can at the very least understand why someone else does. Not really, no. But maybe okay, that's, never just mind. My, that's just my lack of understanding people. I guess I have to work on that. Well, <laughs> we, have, we have the same conversation about Tony Robbins, too, where I was like, you can at the very least understand why people would find him attractive. You're like, no, I can't. I can't. I don't see <laughs> I don't. doesn't compute. I don't write this code. There are people that I'm not attracted to that I can understand how they're considered conventionally attractive, but Tony oh, Robbins is not one of them. Actually, hmm? do, you under, do you understand, like, are, are, is it more of an understanding for you with women than men? I'm wondering. Like, can you can you not be attracted to a woman but see how she's beautiful more than you cannot be attracted oh, to a man to see how he's hot? Absolutely, because uh, that's like you and I always argue about which women are hot. And Do we argue? I, I feel like we agree for the most part. <laughs> Do we agree? Yeah, we probably. I don't agree, know, but we like. <laughs> or like, you'll talk to me about. I don't know, because like, like I think example, you think my taste in women is basic. Your taste in women is basic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because you're over here just like, give me a wonky eye, an eye patch, a broken nose, two missing teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, like, like for example, when you talk about, what's her name? Mia from Degrassi. Nina Dobrev. Oh, Nina Dobrev? Yeah, how she's gorgeous. Yeah, she is gorgeous. I, I, but she's someone that like, I can be, I'm not attracted to her, but can understand how people find her attractive. That one, that she makes sense. She escaped communism. Is there anything hotter than Dude, she escaped, communism? wait, that actually, that is hot too, an escaping communism. Yeah, she's from Eastern Europe and her family escaped the Soviet Union to Canada. That's wild. Good exactly. for her, man. Does, does that not make her hotter in your eyes? Well, I mean, not necessarily. I mean, her parents did all the work, but like. Because I imagine she was a kid when that happened, so I feel like that. Yeah, so I don't think that. Although I guess having it in her history is like that's a cool piece of history to have. Yeah, she uh, her, her like they couldn't. Tra it was like when the, when Soviet Union was starting to crumble, um, but they still couldn't like travel to non-Soviet countries. So they traveled to Cuba, and mm -hmm. they escaped because the plane had the fuel in Canada, and they escaped. Samantha Cannon says my friend named her son Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> Oh, I have a question for the chat before we get into like Gwyneth Paltrow shit. Because uh, I ask Aaron this all the time. And I always feel awkward asking this because it's, it's also sort of a sad question. But assume nothing goes wrong with their careers. Who do you think's bigger right now? Lindsay Lohan or Amanda Bynes? It's a good question. And it's a sad question, too. Because they were, they were I mean, especially... I, mean, I don't want to say especially Amanda because Lindsay Lohan dealt with it too, but Amanda, I know had a, what's his name? Schneider just ruining her life. Or yeah. Schneider. What yeah, was the name? Schne Dan Schneider. It was Schneider. Yeah, Dan Schneider. From, okay, yeah. from Nickelodeon. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was thinking of him. I just forgot what his name was. I feel like these are two young women who were both very wronged by the system who got blamed for having issues down the line when it, <laughs> it was uh, there were so many other people who are to blame for it. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I don't know who's, whose career is bigger right now. But also, I don't know like what projects either of them are working on at the moment. Oh, no, not who's big right now. I'm saying if nothing happened, like if their careers didn't get hurt. Oh, you who mean would like be who, would, right who would be remembered? Yeah, like who 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 would be big? Who who would still be getting all of the roles? Who? Because like I felt like they were both on the precipice of being huge. Like oh, Amanda yeah. Bynes, her last movie was Easy A, which was huge. It's like it's still a favorite today. Um, I would say probably Lindsay Lohan, just because like. I think she had more of a like w mainstream widespread appeal as a, a kid. Like Nickelodeon was pretty big for a lot of kids, but like it wasn't like theatrical releases and stuff. And I feel like Amanda Bynes did a lot of good movies, but I, I think she did more TV than movies. And I feel like people who are in movies tend to get bigger. Well, I know I She's know. the Man was a very popular. I haven't seen Dude, that. She's the Man. Oh, wait, was wait, wait, so wait, no, I have good. seen She's the Man. I, I watched She's the Man, the man uh, again while I was uh, I was What's having her first nice... yeah. What a Girl Wants. That's the one I haven't seen. Yeah, uh, She's the Man. I watched the like a, f a few months ago. We were having a like mid two thousands movie night. We first watched the one with Chad Michael Murray called um, A Cinderella Story with Hilary Duff. We watched that one, and then we watched Hillary She's Duff the Man afterwards. Dude, I love Hilary Duff. She's great. I, I don't know many people who who like didn't have a crush on Hilary Duff. She's just fantastic. I rewatched the Lizzie McGuire movie recently. That movie does not hold up. That movie is it makes no sense. It makes you're not absolutely zero sense. Even though you're not Margaret Chan, you're not Margaret Chan. Which, yeah, dude, the U.S. bizarre about the the, uh, the Lizzie McGuire. I almost said the Hillary Duff movie, the Lizzie McGuire movie. Hmm. They're graduating eighth grade. They right. all look like they're seniors <laughs> in high school. Forget is that like? Well, people are like, oh, this is like right before they go to college, they go on an international trip. It's like, okay, it's a little extravagant, but I could see it potentially happening. Oh, it's like, 14. no, dude, they're gradu graduating middle school. They are fourteen years old, and they have they're going to be high school freshmen, and they all go to Italy. And then she meets this like adult man pop star who like she sneaks off with like it's creepy, dude. The movie is creepy. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's bizarre, but it's still a good background movie. Cinderella story is better. <laughs> also, she's the man, I think, is one of the, the best comedies of that time. You know what else I have an issue man. with with Chad Michael Murray now that now that we're we're airing? I got grievances. We're airing our Chad Michael Murray grievances. <laughs> I got so they did that year in the life of Gilmore Girls reunion. Yeah, and he didn't show up. And I'm sorry, they got Melissa McCarthy to come back. They got Milo, whatever his last name, to come back. They got the guy from Supernatural to come back. They got Laura Graham to come back. These are four people who are much bigger than you, Chad. Much bigger. Well, I feel like <laughs> was Chad invited. I like to think he was. I mean, they did a reunion. Well, oh, and what's her? Paris is bigger too. She's in How to Get Away with Murder. Oh, dude, I love Paris. Uh, She's my favorite Gilmore Girls character. Oh, me too. I was always a Paris and Rory See? shipper, we and have, I was. We have things in common. <laughs> we do. We have things in common. Um, no, uh, I think it's Chad Michael Murray's character on Gilmore Girls was universally hated. Who was a huge asshole, and he left after like two seasons. No, but they had his character come back. They just had a different actor playing him. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he didn't have I any have line. Not, I have not caught up on, on Gilmore Girls stuff. I don't know. Maybe. Does Chad Michael Murray even still act? Is he still doing? 
I don't know. Last I saw, he was in like that Agent Carter show that Marvel was trying to launch, and then it didn't, which sucks because from what I saw, it actually looked like it was a decent show. Um, yeah, dude, can we talk about Peggy Carter? She is, I think, simpworthy. Oh yeah, I think I think she is the gold standard of of Sims. I mean, not Sims <laughs> of, of simpworthy. No, oh, absolutely, yes, yes. That, that, that's fair. I, I don't know who my gold standard of, of, of like who to simp is. I mean, it's it's difficult for me to talk about celebrity crushes and, and just not say Natalie Portman. I've had a crush on her for so long, I almost just define crush as Natalie Portman. That's adorable. I've had a crush on her since 1999. I almost want to retire her jersey. <laughs> <laughs> you watch like uh, The Phantom Menace? That's what it was. <laughs> that's what introduced me to her in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> I was eight and I was like, you know what? Girls are cool. <laughs> Good for you, man. Good for you. I guess that was me in in when I was a kid, when I was nine years old watching Spy Kids and Alexa Vega, and I was like, Oh yeah. But now if I rewatch Spy Kids as an adult, I'm like, oh, she's 12 in that. So this is very weird to think back on how very much weird. I was in love with her when I was a, when I was a small child. Very weird. But it's like, very weird, but yeah. Also not weird, because you're not watching it again, like having the crush you're watching it again like feeling the nostalgia of it's the not crush. nostalgia yeah 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 now i'm like wow she is a child that's weird but i'm like yeah i was a child back then so his perspective was different it's not like you're still watching it like having your gay awakening no no <laughs> oh, that that's almost like what you have the crush on not her but the feeling that you got yeah exactly exactly absolutely um, well, Emily made, Emily's older brother made himself a shirt with Natalie Portman's face on it. Uh, Emily, don't go around publicly you sharing did. your brother's passwords on that's, public that's live a, That's stream. a dox. I don't, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> All right. So y'all, yesterday on this stream, we were talking about, you we were playing The Price is Right with Gwyneth Paltrow products. Before I pull up the Goop website, I want people to guess how much do you think the vagina candle costs? Oh God. Um, Cause I think it's also doubles as a sex toy. I'm going to say $200. Wait, does it double as a sex toy? I don't understand what this vagina candle it is. It doesn't actually double as a sex toy. I just see it really difficult for her to sell a product that smells like her vagina and people aren't buying it to have sex with it. Does it specifically smell like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina? Because it doesn't even specify that. Like how did it like, I, I hope so. I hope she's not selling some random vagina. All right, y'all. Put in the Hey, guesses. guys, this is the woman from Apartment B's vagina. It smells delicious. <laughs> I oh swear my you God. like it. <laughs> the packaging for the candle is actually pretty cool. I would hope for what looks like people are guessing anywhere between 60 to 100 bucks so far. Man, I went high, didn't I? Yeah, but also because like when I think about buying a candle, I usually think of... You know, one candle might be ten to twenty dollars. We do maybe, the sets. Maybe I'll pay thirty dollars for a candle if it's handmade from a small business. We do the thirty dollar packet. It's like thirty bucks for three candles. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so I don't think of candles as being expensive. However, or is it thirty bucks for four candles now? I don't know. We we get really oh, cheap. Oh, okay. Candles. So as Jennifer said, so the candle it just it's just it smells like perfumey things. It's just like a nice scented candle, and then she must have said this smells like my vagina at some point, and so. They, so was she kidding, or does she actually believe her vagina smells like perfume? I don't know. 
I don't know. Because that could go either way. She she could have just said it in jest, or she could truly believe she has this magically scented vagina. Well, y'all, um, actually, two people have guessed the correct price. So and I was not one of them. No, you were not. <laughs> but we have two people who guessed the correct price, and that was $75. And Abadi Ab, who both said $75. Yes, this candle smells like my vagina is $75. It's apparently sold out. You know what? She's not a good businesswoman. Bella Delphine sold her bathwater for more money than that. Right? And you know what? Good for her. Good for her. If you can sell bathwater, the amount of people who, can I just talk about the dangers of views? The amount of men who bought that for the sole purpose of drinking it on a stream for views. The fact that they were able to say this overpriced bathwater is going to get me views so I should buy it and drink it. Oh, oh, the, the world we live in. We, we've entered the view economy. It's a huge oh. mistake and also great for views. Oh. Oh. And the things that she labeled it as, like bathwater she she farted in, bathwater she like washed her side. God. Oh. <laughs> no. But anyway, she's a better businesswoman than Gwyneth Paltrow. I did not follow that whole bathwater saga other than just um, listening to all the gamer girl bathwater memes. But I didn't but know what she actually that counts, did. As that counts as following it. I learned okay, all well, that. Okay, well, I didn't me. know that she was selling different <laughs> types. Like, this is the bathwater where I washed my butthole. I mean, I imagine that's what she did. Well, they, I just knew that because, like, in the memes, they were quoting off what the guys were reading, and they were like, okay, she farted in this bathwater. Um, okay, so it says, with a funny, gorgeous, sexy, and beautifully unexpected scent, this candle is made with geranium, citrusy, how do you say this word? Bergam, bergamot, bergamot? I don't know, but who has cedar in their vagina? Cedar absolute juxtaposed. <laughs> cedar absolutes juxtaposed with damask rose and ambrette seed to put us in the mind of fantasy, seduction, and a sophisticated warmth. That, fe yeah, that feels dirty. She's like, my vagina's got wood. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like that, like, I'm a little concerned. Like, I guess, like, uh, someone was mentioning uh, the one gynecologist on Twitter who was reacting to Gwyneth Paltrow and being like, don't whatever she, don't put jade eggs in your vagina. Don't uh, blow steam up your vagina. This is not good for you. Um, but apparently, yeah. But, like, I will say, look at how nice this packaging looks. It looks... I think that's a really nice box. <laughs> <laughs> that's dirty. <laughs> and then, so it's 10 and a half ounces, which is not very big. I love how this is the Your Morning Guru show and all it is is just us laughing at, like, private parts and poop. <laughs> I mean, I called this episode Goop and Poop so that everyone would know we will be making stupid poop jokes we the whole time. so on brand. Oh, she also has this smells like my vagina roll-on. Is that like essential oils? She she made essential oils that smell like her. Oh, it's a perfume. Oh my goodness. Um, all right, so that's the vagina candle. Whoop. Those are beautiful. 
Uh, yeah, exactly. Katie says that candle wouldn't sell nearly as well if she didn't name it that. That's the thing. It's definitely just a marketing ploy because everyone's like, oh my god, the candle smells like vagina. It doesn't. It just smells like like normal candle scents. So I kind of want to play it while RK it takes a phone call. I want to play the I'm, I'm still here. Yeah, let's let's oh, keep playing the prices right. Okay, so I found Gwyneth Paltrow has a blog post called Five Staples to Wear Now and Later. So I assume she means like five, you know, outfits with basic pieces to it. So she's got some sunglasses. Oh, she's got a, a, a very plain necklace. Uh, is that what it's called? A very plain necklace? No, it's called, it's called, um, it's from Prazzy Fine Jewelry. Eliana is telling you to check out the vibrators. Especially the necklace vibrator? Wait, wait there's a necklace vibrator? Where's the necklace? Wait, hold up. Wait, never mind. We're, we're not going to talk about fashion. We're going to look at that. That's way more interesting. Um, is that, what is that under? Wellness or sexual health, I imagine? Let's go to that page. Chantel. And her friend thought about selling dirty panties. <laughs> um, I mean, that's the thing. Like, if someone's willing to buy, there's so many people out there who are like, send feet pics. Who in the chat has thought about sending feet pics? For money, of course. Oh my god, the, I'm not going to show some of this on screen just because I don't want to get... The, oh, wait, we're not monetized. We're not monetized. Because this channel has 200 subscribers. But I don't want to get it age-restricted. Um, but there's one th there's, I just will describe this to everyone real quick. There is a blog post on here called two vibrator recommendations and the picture with it shows a naked ladies, like lower, like waist to thigh and where her vagina is, is just popcorn. They just put popcorn all over her vagina. Okay. You can check it out on the Gwyneth Paltrow sexual health page. Let's it's, look at we made the vibrator of our dreams and see how much it costs. Sexy. I can I can dig it. Actually, I, used, I the 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 vibrator that the goop vibrator is not that expensive. Like I don't know what a normal price is, but for some That's a compared to your romance vibrator. I don't know. Let's. Uh, I think it's actually less than a pure romance vibrator. Let me look it up. Because pure romance has to pay all the people they exploit and pay for the product. Okay. What? Uh, well, this will be the bet we take today. Do you think Gwyneth Paltrow's vibrator, vibrator of our dreams is more or less expensive than the top pure romance vibrator? God, vibrator of our of our or of your dreams? It says of our dreams. She wants one collective orgasm. Yeah, with yeah, I mean, there's an episode of the Goop Lab where they're all learning about how to have orgasms, which I didn't you, know was a thing that was a skill you learned, but okay. Can you imagine if like every woman on the planet orgasmed at the exact same time? The sort of vibrations that would create in the universe? That's uh sounds like pseudoscience, but okay. Like, what if it transported Earth to the other side of the universe? <laughs> All right, guys, I'm on the Pure Romance website. Honestly, it, guys, uh, take your bets. Who, th who thinks that 
Can you just go back to you saying that sounds like pseudoscience? Like I was being serious. Like I'm not trying to start a cult around that. The cult of the orgasm where everyone has You're to sign. The, world the, will, the whole you, world will shake. I don't think that'll happen. Maybe if every single person, then not just one, not, not, not just like one sex or gender. What if what if everyone orgasms simultaneously? Does the world move? Okay, so does everyone think that pure romances or is more expensive or goops is more expensive because I have found the answer. Um, Katie say, I'm guessing that goops is less expensive. Yeah. Okay. You guys are basically all right. The, the, every pure romance vibrator is more expensive than Gwyneth Paltrow's. I was surprised. Wait, every single one. Yeah. I'll show you. So here's, also, here's Dina, Gwyneth Paltrow's. It is ninety five dollars. I expect it to be way more than that. Double size, so like the Darth Maul of vibrators. Got it. <laughs> um. Yeah. So it's. Not, I didn't think it would be. And then at Pure Romance. So you, should we should we have goop parties instead of Pure Romance parties? Yeah, we should have goop part. We should have a goop party where we try. We get together and try out a bunch of goop products. I feel like I'm going to get age restricted for this. I might just age restrict it anyway. I'll just do that myself. $200. That's all over 150 or a hundred dollars. All of them. Like a hundred percent of them. Yeah. You know what? If I'm showing sex toys on this stream, it needs to be age restricted. I don't think anyone here is, would be not in their twenties or thirties or 40s i think i think our morning should skews towards an older crowd but i just want to be safe so let me just age restrict this real quick yeah guys stop bringing your kids to our morning streams we're going the howard stern route shit i spilled coffee on myself oh no the, the universe doesn't want us to go the howard stern route <laughs> um yeah so let me Let's put a little age restriction on this just to just to be safe. But it had no issue with me talking about my pseudoscience, so that's a sign. Age restriction, yes. So this stream is age restricted. Um, oh, for sure, goop would be more expensive. I thought goop would be more expensive too. I thought goop would be more expensive than some of them. Like the fact that every single pure romance toy was more expensive than goop, that surprised me. Yeah. Dude, pure romance is so expensive. Well, you know, it's pure. It's pure. It's romantic. It's it's, it's not it's not diluted romance. It's pure. <laughs> okay, this stream is now age restricted. Very good. So we can talk about whatever we want. Okay, so back to the pseudo sun. No. Um <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh in the future, I'll probably, I probably won't want to age restrict the streams in the future. Yeah, um, we want this to grow. We want this to grow. So in the future, no more, no more sex toys on this channel in the future. We can blame Gwyneth Paltrow. We can blame Gwyneth Paltrow for, you made us do this. I'm not going to girl start apologizing right now. I'm definitely going to take Rachel Hollis' advice and blame someone else. Okay. I think what we need to do is she has a travel guide. And we should look at what she thinks everyone needs to do in both of our cities. So let's start with New Orleans. Oh, this should be fun. Share the screen. I'm just going to agree with everything she says. I mean, she, she runs Goop. 
And while you're doing that, I'm going to go on LinkedIn and see if I can connect with anyone from Goop. All right. So the New Orleans guide. Yeah, let's see this first thing you do when you go to New Orleans. All right, here we go. Hey, have you been to this place? Commander's Palace, yeah, it's a really expensive restaurant. I recommend if you do go there, you go for lunch. Their lunch specials are a lot more uh, affordable. Awesome. I'll make it's sure to go there for their it's lunch pretty. specials. Yeah, it's it's owned by the Brennans. They own most of the restaurants around here. They're they're sort of a they're sort of a big deal. I actually met someone who uh, who ran shit. What part of that restaurant did they run? Uh, it wasn't Commander's Palace. It was um. Another one of the Brennan's restaurants, and I met her at the gym because I we were both sunny elliptical next to each other, and I forgot who started the conversation, and it blossomed into a beautiful friendship with someone whose name I no longer remember. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're the kind of person who makes friends easily. I have a nice smile, I've been told, so you know I just smile at people and they either think I'm going to rob them or be their friend. Well, I feel like, I feel like, I don't know, when, whenever we first started talking, I was immediately like, oh yeah, this dude and I are going to be friends for a long time. And that was yeah, like- And then you thought ago. I was a guru. I thought you were a guru very briefly, but like not in a bad way. Like I thought you were a guru who meant well. I am a guru who means well. I mean- Well, then I wasn't wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You'll smoke a little bit more weed, meditate a little more, quit your job, get in a van, drive across the country. You'll be happier. There. Don't actually take that advice. Um, also, you know, Monica, Monica Hayworth, the anti-MLM channel, she reached yeah. out to me last night to let me know that she thinks you are one of the most supportive and wonderful people that she knows online. Oh, Monica, she I appreciate it. Like, she was like, Sammy, I want to let you know that RK is such a supportive person and she's just so happy that you share everyone's content all the time. Sweet. She should buy me weed. Uh, kidding. Love you, Monica. I appreciate you. Uh, I mean, don't she runs a CBD store. She does. Oh my God. Logan, don't be scared. <laughs> Puppy. I mean, he's afraid of everything. So I don't always feel guilty when I scare him. Like he's, he'll sneeze and be afraid of his own sneeze. He's so cute. <laughs> I showed you my parents' new puppy, right? I'm so excited for them. Your to parents' meet. new puppy is so cute. Yeah. Logan's going to meet him and Aww. he's going to be like, Okay, little guy. See those up there? Those those white foam in the sky? They have teeth and they will eat you, so be afraid. Got it. And you see this crack in the sidewalk? It is a mouth and it has teeth and it will eat you. Got oh, it. Oh, poor puppy. I think after our stream today, I'm going to take Chewy on a long walk and listen to Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life. Oh, okay. So Tyler's going to have to pick you up when you fall asleep under an interstate. <laughs> Like, oh shit, I don't know what happened. I got to So far, soon. this book is pretty boring, and I'm excited to discuss it with you. Let, do you want to do Jordan Peterson I, next week? Let's just live like Jordan Peterson next absolutely. week. Absolutely. I got to load up on fake meat. But I think his biggest crime is not blaming his wife, who had terminal cancer, uh, for his uh, drug addiction. I think it was how bad of a writer he is. Yes. Oh, and we can have fun reacting to some uh, clips of Jordan Peterson acting like an incel. Dude. Also, his his daughter. I mean, you can tell that his daughter is his favorite kid. I don't know if if he has one other. I think he has one other. Um, but you you can tell he prefers his daughter. I haven't gotten that far yet. Yeah, he talks. It's it's sad. Like, I mean, his daughter growing up is a little sad story because she had like childhood arthritis. Like, she had to have a hip replacement when she was still a preteen. Aww, poor kid. Yeah. 
RK is the best. Thank you, Sako. You're the best. I've been to New Orleans, but it's been a while. You should absolutely cut. Anyone who comes to New Orleans after all this is over, I will write you an itinerary. I want to. I want to go. I've, Tyler and I were talking about going to take a trip to New Orleans before we uh, before the pandemic happened. So I still say that you and I should just meet halfway in like Oklahoma. We could meet halfway if you want, but like I, we both live in such cool cities. I feel like we should just go to each other's cities. See, that makes sense, and that's why <laughs> we should do the opposite of it. And then which city are we going to rent the private jet for two hours? Uh, fast. Somewhere in Russia. Because we need know. to take, we need to take a bunch of business guru photos. Oh God, we got to do all the business. Guys, we, we got to rent a Lambo for just like one, like yeah. 200 pictures or something like that. Like we just got to ask, hey, can we just move this Lambo to a side street? We don't want to drive it. We just want to make it look like we own it. Sure. <laughs> Um, Emily Larray, who outed her brother's internet password, is now telling us to come to Oklahoma. So I will, as long as you're nowhere near me when I'm signing into my emails. Because <laughs> my password is totally not Natalie Portman for president, guys. With the number four. <laughs> well, my password is Natalie Portman three president. So my password is Natalie Portman two president. <laughs> Uh, I like how all of the restaurants have $3 signs next to them. Also, I'm wondering if she's going to like have any restaurants up here that have closed because of COVID now. So, we... okay. Do you like, I'm going to scroll through these places. Let me know if any of them you actually do recommend or if you. Oh, I mean, they're all good restaurants. I, I, I like, they're absolutely all fine restaurants. And I, I, I would never tell someone not to go anywhere in New Orleans. I think. Okay, like, but like I might actually use this as a guide. Like, okay, okay, okay. So, of all of these, Deme go up. Of all of these, Domenica, that's probably one of my favorite ones of, of all of them. Uh, because, okay, so this is awkward, guys. I'm a vegetarian who lives in New Orleans. So, we exist. My favorite restaurant is a restaurant called Sweet Soul Food. It's a vegan soul food place. Well, that sounds um, good. I would try vegan soul food, it's delicious. Um, but I can't necessarily like. I mean, I can I can tell you where to go for good stuff. But like, I mean, I don't know. My my day to day, like, I'll go to Parkway Po Boy. Uh, I'll I'll go to uh, when when everything was open. I would I would go to the Bayou Wine Garden and shit like that, and just eat a lot of cheese and wine and call that a meal. Um, but Domenica has a really good pizza. So I know that's not like New Orleans food, but they have a good pizza. <laughs> I mean, from what I'm seeing, all these places look pretty cool. Honestly, the only places I would tell you not to go to be wary of, yeah, Brennan's is a good restaurant, also very expensive. I mean, some of these places are pretty expensive. Let's see how expensive it is. I'm going to open up their website. Um, and it's a very meat heavy. I mean, like, and a lot of them are also in the quarter, like the Royal Street, that's the quarter. Um, Magazine Street's really is a beautiful one um, place to go. Also, the cool thing about New Orleans is we're not a grid system. I always think it's a really difficult city to get lost in because all of the streets sort of bend with the river. So if you just recognize one street, you can pretty much get anywhere in the city because you can just yeah. take it wherever you want. Okay, yeah, I don't recognize wants recommendations of all the vegan and vegetarian places to go in New Orleans. There's actually a lot. And we have a really cool growing uh, Vietnamese restaurant population right now because we have so many Vietnamese immigrants coming here. And it's actually really kind of cool too, because they're uh, sort of taking control of this plot of land 
uh, on the West Bank, last I heard. Um, and they're they're farming, like they're, like they're turning all this vacant space into far, into like local farms. That's how my neighbor my neighborhood right now has um, a huge like Vietnamese section where it's just like there's just blocks of Vietnamese restaurants like two blocks away from me. Probably all of those just restaurants. Like, does she like this is just the overview too? Did she just tell everyone like is there more? Because there, New New Orleans oh, is a wait it, restaurants. It, it is a food capital, but like. There's more things to do here then. Here's the shops to go to. I don't recognize this stuff. So there's restaurants, shops. Faulkner House is cool, but I guarantee you the bedroom that you're in right now is larger than the Faulkner House. Though oh, what's, interesting. what's cool about the Faulkner House is they basically turned William Faulkner's New Orleans home. So New Orleans has had a couple authors that have lived here. Uh, Mark Twain, obviously. Uh, Tennessee Williams. We we actually anyone here who likes Tennessee Williams, we have a Tennessee Williams festival, and there is a uh, there's a Stella contest where <laughs> they have people shouting up to the balcony, Stella, and I forgot what the winner gets, but they do get a prize. Um, okay, I'm still and, bitter because I, I okay, I have always been a fan of yelling Stella right as much as possible, and when I was in like a, a class about how to teach literature. Like it was like a teaching class. We had to come up with a lesson plan. So I was like, I'm gonna teach my imaginary class, A Streetcar Named Desire. And then just so that everyone can have fun with it, we're gonna do a reading of that scene and everyone's, we're gonna watch the clip from the movie and everyone is gonna yell Stella and everyone will have a chance to scream it. And the professor just did not get why that would be fun. She was like, what's the purpose of that? And I was to like, have because, fun? because it's fun. And when you have fun reading classic literature, you're more likely to care about it. And she was like, I don't see how this fits into the lesson plan. And then like other people in the class who were like better students than me kept also like bashing me for it being like, yeah, I watched, I watched a clip of, of, of Stella. And like, I just don't get why it's funny. I don't get why that's fun. And I'm like, how I can't explain to you why something is amusing. Go you don't have any sense of humor. That is not my fault. Like, sorry that you don't want my students to have a good time in class. You just want them to be miserable reading literature all day. Go watch James Franco playing Tommy Wiseau screaming Stella. <laughs> Tell me that doesn't look fun. <laughs> Dude, if you the if you like the movie The Disaster Artist, you have to read the book. The book is so good. I will. The I book read is the fantastic. Book. Um Anne Rice's house, last I checked, is actually still for sale. So if anyone has like an extra $4 million lying around, you can buy the house that she wrote an uh, interview with a vampire in. Um, I have not seen frog legs for breakfast. I have tried frog legs because, I don't know, if someone orders something unique, I'll try it. Um, Spas they and health. Taste like frog legs. Uh, fun equals bad. Yep. <laughs> Culture. Muffalettas are delicious too. If you if y'all like those, uh, they're they're real thick Italian sandwiches with a ton of meat and oil and um, olives on them. And then uh, they, I forgot they have a couple kinds of cheese on them as well. But there's these like giant pucks of uh, of sandwiches. Dude, this this post has genuinely convinced me I need to go to New Orleans. Oh, you absolutely do. I mean, I was um, already convinced because I wanted to come visit you. City Park. I mean, th these are beautiful. So, so uh, the Children's Museum. It, it, it's 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 cool it exists i 
<laughs> City Park is absolutely beautiful. Um, so the cool thing about City Park is they have a lot of free things to do there for free. So whenever I tell people that are visiting and want to like see cool things on the budget, like you you can you can spend all day in City Park for very little money and do a lot. Um, Audubon Park is the uptown park. Um, that's where the zoo is as well. Why why is this shit for kids? City Park's just fun for like I go to City Park daily. I walk Logan there. Because Gwyneth Paltrow judges people and thinks that things that are fun are for kids and things that are expensive are for adults. <sighs> that would be my guess, because that seems to be how this blog is laid out. Like, this thing that's fun? Oh, that we'll put that in the kids section. Like, City Park has... It also has the the, the less crowded Cafe Dumont. So whenever mm -hmm. people come... And they're like, I want to go to Cafe Dumont. I'm like, okay, we can go look at Cafe Dumont if you want. But chances are it's going to be a really long line. It's going to be difficult to get in. So I say, let's go there. You can get a picture. And then if you actually want to taste it, it's the exact same. We can go to the city park one. And then we can actually sit down and enjoy the park. And you can have your beignets. You can have your cafe au lait. And it'll, it'll be a more relaxing experience. So that, that's usually what I do for people. That's what we're going to do when we go when I go to New Orleans. You, you have to see the original one. The funny thing, I mean... I do recommend if you want to like sit in Cafe Dumont and it's not that difficult of a suggestion. I do recommend going at like 1 a.m. Mm -hmm. when, okay. when you're drunk and you're looking for some like sober food, like a donut. That sounds good to me. I'll do that. Because uh, it, it is open 24 hours. So so you can you can get your, your... I've always wanted to go to a restaurant in the middle of the night. All the overnight diners near us have closed down. Um... We do have a 24-hour convenience store that has the best guacamole in town. So sometimes if we're very drunk at 3 a.m., we're like, let's go buy guacamole right now. Is it the best guacamole in town? Or is it like Buddy the Elf going in to congratulate the diner for having the best coffee? Uh, I mean, world? I personally think it's the best guacamole in town. It's very good. <laughs> you should just go in there one day and say, congratulations, guys, you did it. And then just leave. <laughs> Um, I realize that I am kind of like Buddy the Elf, just in personality, because when I watch the movie, Tyler and I rewatch Elf, and just the way we interpret the movie is different in the sense that, like, he's, like, I interpreted the movie all along as Buddy is just a wonderful guy, and he's not annoying at all, and everyone is else is a stickler, and they, like, but Tyler interpreted the movie as the joke is that Buddy the Elf is super annoying. Um. Uh well, and so it's not just my, not Tyler's. And as far as Christina is concerned, I mean, I, I can take you to the spooky sites. I've I've gone on enough. Like honestly, the spooky tours, like the ghost walking tours, those are some of my favorite things to do when friends visit because I have the excuse to do them. Um, they're a blast, and uh, I'll happily do those with you. Uh, you can also hear about how Nicolas Cage is the only person in New Orleans history to get multiple drunken disorderly conduct arrests because. <laughs> Because he, he bought the famous uh, Madame LaLaurie's house. She's, some of y'all probably know her from season three of American Horror Story. Uh, she was she was the woman who, like, tortured and, uh, well, this is uh, whatever it's called. I, it's an age of stream, so I can say. She's the person who, like, tortured, murdered, and, and mutilated all of her slaves. And uh, the house burned down. Or, like, it didn't burn down, but, like, she, she uh, when she died, uh, Nicolas Cage centuries or a century later ended up buying that house he didn't know the history behind it and he was living there with all of those ghosts and i'm pretty sure it drove him mad so i pulled up the chicago guide i love how 
I, I won't. I'm, I, I'm saying that everything is Gwyneth Paltrow saying this. I know that she doesn't write every single post, so this very well could be someone else saying this. But this person is here like, every year it gets better. Formerly off the beaten path neighborhoods like Logan Square and Bucktown are now front and center when it comes to Chicago's new crop of hip watering holes. And I'm like, that's just gentrification, dude. They're over here like, Chicago keeps getting better because neighborhoods that formerly sucked are now very cool according to goop standards and i'm like i don't know i don't know how i feel about that but okay. so she's just like guys you gotta come to chicago it's gentrifying like crazy congratulations amanda i'm excited for you oh yes amanda got the vaccine congratulations dude i'm jealous all right to be fair i have never needed to stay in a hotel in chicago so I Maybe have nothing Tyler should just like do a, a weekend hotel experience. And that's then what, okay. So we took our honeymoon in Chicago because I was like, we never get to live this city like tourists. So it would be fun to just go out to dinner every single day. And like, then we wouldn't have to pay money to travel. I was like, we should also stay in a hotel, but we didn't do that because that seemed like an unnecessary expense. And also because it was easier. Like honeymoon is so much cheaper when you don't have to pay someone to watch your dog. Uh, Chewie should have just gone on the honeymoon with you. I mean, he basically did. I've never heard of any of these hotels, but that's fine. Let's oh, New Orleans Hotel. That's that's where uh, New Orleans. You know what? You got to come for New Orleans Entrepreneur Week. I will. What is that? Uh, it was in January before COVID, <laughs> and then and then we haven't had it since. But it's cool. Uh, you can hear all these cool pitch competitions. Uh, I will definitely have, do that. Usually have some awesome speakers. So Girl and the Goat, I, I, I'm interested in Gwyneth Paltrow's um, money standards because I'm is imagining two, like $1 sign is inexpensive, two is medium, and three is very expensive. It Girl has and the Goat is probably the most expensive restaurant I've ever eaten at in my life. And this is a, two, a $2 sign place for her. Three has to be her most expensive one because Commander's Palace is ridiculously expensive. Like a lot of the, re like Brennan's is really expensive too. Um, and, and, she had them as like two or three three dollar signs. I'm like, th th those aren't cheap. Like, I wouldn't recommend my friends going there unless they go, as I said, for lunch for the cheaper menu right. because they eat so much into their budget. Now the food's fantastic, and actually through COVID, one thing I've really enjoyed. And I'm sorry for hijacking your Chicago no, time. You're I just fine. Portland so much, and think everyone should move here. But one thing that Commander's Palace has done through COVID times to stay afloat, which I think is really brilliant is they have Wednesday wine and cheese night where Ooh. people sign up for it and they deliver wine and cheese to their houses. And then they bring on a sommelier and a cheese expert to talk through what the wine that they're drinking is and what the cheese they they are eating is. And they go through all these different pairings and they also sometimes include a dessert. And while we haven't signed up for it because I think it's like a hundred bucks to do it, um, I think it's a really cool idea that has kept them afloat, very in, very uh, innovative, and it's obviously supporting local. That's awesome. Yeah, so I, I actually have been to Girl and the Goat a couple times. This is me and Tyler's yearly anniversary restaurant every year, except this past year because of the pandemic. But every year for our wedding anniversary, we go to the Girl and the Goat. And we've always had such a lovely time there, and the food is fantastic. But it is the probably the most expensive restaurant I've ever eaten at in my life. So I was just shocked to see that that is a middle of the road $2 sign restaurant in her scope because I would put that as a $3 sign restaurant based on my own standards. But then that makes me wonder the $3 sign restaurants, like how much does food cost there? It costs you one Obama. Let's see what other restaurants she recommends. That sounds like an awkward display of wealth. I was saying like it costs you uh, like a presidency title, not, not a person. 
I understand what you mean. I had to clear that up. <laughs> I have never been to any of these restaurants. And here's the thing. Tyler and I are like, we're people who go out to eat constantly. Like before the pandemic, we were like, we almost never, like we are people who explore restaurants constantly and try to find new and interesting restaurants and go out to eat all the time. I've never heard of any of these places. This is wild. Like, because they're all just, I think they're all just like so fancy. Yeah, that's what I was noticing. I mean, she also was giving a lot of recommendations for the quarter, which are which do have great restaurants because that's where tourists do spend most of their time. So naturally, all of the like the nicest restaurants have gone there, but they're also really expensive. So when you're in New Orleans, you really can't go. The only thing I would really steer people away from are the oyster bars. You want to make sure that you're going to a good one, not because like it's 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 hit or miss. And if you miss with an oyster bar, it's a big miss. Oh, I have been to Acheval. This restaurant is is actually really good. Wait, why is this a $3 sign restaurant? That is, This place is way cheaper than Girl and Goat. I don't think anyone is, is actually paying attention to the prices. <laughs> she, she just automated the code. Did she just automate them? Because the prices are not accurate. Like, this place is cheaper. This place is really good because they have these, like, huge hamburgers. And you can get, like, a like a egg on top of the burger. And then they stab it with a knife. And then the egg juice is, like, pours all over the, the egg juice. The yolk, not egg juice. It pours all over the burger. It's really good. Um, so she yeah, reminds Tyler... me from Midnight in Paris. <laughs> That's a good comparison. <laughs> Sorry, Charm. Sharma made a funny comment. I have been to two restaurants on here so far. Yep, I have been to two restaurants on here. Yeah, if y'all come to New Orleans, I'm just going to recommend you a lot of wine bars. That's where I've spent most of my nights out. Um, <laughs> you got Bayou Wine Garden, you got Swirl. Oh, Federales is a good bar. This bar is good. They they also have good um, guacamole as well. I, I do have a bit of an issue with her list because we went through a lot of her things on there and we didn't see one music club. Like New Orleans That's is true. sort of known for, like I know we're known for food too, but we didn't see one music club. And last I checked, New Orleans is kind of known for its music. Yeah, okay. So in my neighborhood, like across the street from me, we have a jazz club that every single night, well, not during the pandemic, but pre-pandemic every night would have different musical act playing. And then they'd also have like slam poetry nights. Like there's some like big, important cultural things, but I think she was just looking at expensive things. Semicolon yeah. bookstore is cool though. I like semicolon bookstore. And one of my favorite restaurants in New Orleans too is um, Backroom at Bufa's, which is a, kind of a historic restaurant, but I didn't see it on there. It's really inexpensive and they have, music every night it's, it's fantastic i mean one of the things that you that you have to do when you go to new orleans is you're going to download one of these two apps you're going to download the livewire app and wwoz because that's where you can figure out where all the music is being played every night and so you're able to sort of plan your night around that not that you really need to make that many plans it's a lot more fun to just sort of wing it because you can't fly if you don't wing it but Ooh, coffee places i go to so many different coffee places i have been to dollop dollop is good Donut, dude, Donut Vault is fantastic. Donut Vault, this is like, this, this is, this used to be, or maybe still is, I don't know, we're in a pandemic, but Tyler's, the office building he works in, Donut Vault is like on the bottom floor of his building. So like sometimes if I would, cause I worked like various random hours. So sometimes if I get done with one job, I'd go meet him there and I'd hang out at Donut Vault and get my other work done. And then he would be done with work and then we'd go home. It would be so fun. Dude, Donut Vault is great. They have the best donuts. 
So okay. I've been to we're gonna two go there. Here. We're gonna go to Donut Vault. Um, um, the Jazz Club Street. Street that, I mean, there's there's a few. Uh, I I don't live too far from a few of them, but I, I think the big one that you're thinking of is Frenchman Street. Why? Okay. Why did she put a pizza place? So Chicago is known for pizza. She put one pizza place on the list and didn't put it under restaurants. She put it under coffee, etc. You don't eat your pizza with a slice of coffee. You don't drink your pizza with a slice of coffee. Well, I think this. I think this kind of speaks to like the the um, pretentiousness of this. Is like, oh, restaurants. Pizza is not restaurants. Restaurants are expensive places where you go for the atmosphere. Coffee and little cafes, that's where all the pizza, which is a huge thing your city is known for. We'll put one pizza place in the coffee, et cetera, category. And I will say this every single time. Anyone that wants to visit New Orleans, go to the expensive restaurants for lunch. Like uh, the T Teddy Roosevelt Hotel. That's actually where uh, where um, that one restaurant was that I was complimenting the pizza for. They have fantastic lunch specials and drink specials. Go there for lunch, get drunk for lunch, let that buzz carry you throughout the day. So this whole thing is a mess um, because I go out to eat before pandemic. I went out to eat in Chicago constantly. like, And from looking at this guide, I have been to two of the restaurants and one of the bars ever on this list. Because she picks the most expensive ones. <laughs> And and the pizza place was under coffee, etc. And she named one pizza place. And like our city is known for pizza. It is like let's put, one pizza, let's put one pizza place on here and have it be under the cafe section and not the restaurant section because pizza is not a restaurant. Restaurants are expensive places. I find that so frustrating. Gwyneth, goddamn it. I just really know Chicago for the Louis Sullivan architecture and the fact that Frank Lloyd Wright got kicked out of the city and had to go to Buffalo. You should do an architecture boat tour. I did one of those right after. I mean, y'all um, have like some of the most wedding. architecture. Yeah, the architecture, but we do, we have these, so it's all across the Chicago river. You get, you go on a boat and then you float down the river and the, the tour guide points out all the different architecture throughout the city. And it's very fun. And one time back in 2004, a Dave Matthews band tour bus accidentally emptied its sewage over the Chicago river while an architecture boat tour was going on. And a bunch of people all got covered in poop from it. Oh my God. Yeah. It was a, that's a pretty wild story. Poor people. Man, fuck off. <laughs> It wasn't Dave Matthews himself. It was some other guy who was riding the bus, but they were just like, let's empty it all right here. I'm, I'm and glad then, Dave Matthews didn't say, fuck the people. It's <laughs> just like, release the crap. I think, it, I don't know who it was. Some guy, I don't know if he even plays with them anymore. I forget his name now. Um, But yeah, guys, come, come to New Orleans. I'll send you an itinerary. We can go on all the ghost tours you want. I mean, most of the ghost tour, like you have to pay for the ghost tour itself. Most of the sites are free. The only one, uh, that I think you have to pay for is Marie Laveau uh, because St. Louis Cemetery 1 or 2, I forgot which one she's buried in, uh, you can no longer enter for free. You have to go in with a tour because it kept getting vandalized and that included the um, the one movie, what was it, The Wild, the wild Ones? The, the, the motorcycle movie uh, where w w starring Dennis Hopper uh, where they ended up in the cemetery and they just 
instead of acting, legitimately got wasted and partied and like danced on graves and shit. Uh, so they they no longer let that happen either. Yes, Amanda, this stream always mentions poop. The title of today's stream is called Goop and Poop. So I wanted everyone to know up front that poop would be brought up during the stream. Why go to Northwestern if you can get your Goop PhD? Right? Goop PhD section, a hub for thoroughly researched health information. And you know what? I bet Goop PhD never lost to Notre Dame. Um, to be fair, uh, we beat Notre Dame when I was there. I remember my first college football game, University of Maryland versus Navy. With that, I got to go. But University of Maryland won in overtime. <laughs> Northwestern beat Notre Dame in overtime too, but that was my senior year. We will check out um, this uh, thoroughly researched health information tomorrow because we got to get going. We're going to wrap up the stream for today. RK's heading out. Thank you guys so much for all coming Appreciate to our new channel. Thanks for uh, going to our new channel today, even though we're uh, moving it. It seems like we had, you know, almost as many viewers as usual. So it seems like the new channel is working out. Let me know your guys' thoughts on it. Uh, I will see you guys again here tomorrow. I think we're going to have someone come on for the 8.30 chat tomorrow. So we'll talk about that. Um, and we'll maybe play a little more of The Price is Right and talk a little more about Goop. And then we will start talking as well about um, our plans to live like Jordan Peterson next week, which means I'm going to eat exclusively meat. I don't know how that's going to go. But I will see you guys again then. I have a bonus video coming out uh, today, I think, at noon. So that'll be fun. Uh, see you later. In the meantime, don't forget to support small businesses. Have a fantastic Wednesday, friends. Bye.